you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm.
Welcome, one and all, to Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California. Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you for coming out on a holiday weekend. All right, Jeff. Let's, we've got a lot to do tonight. Let's get down to business, Herman. Okay, so uh, society corner. Uh, <laughs> do you want a theme for that or no? Do you want, you you want to jump in? If you got one handy. Uh, let's do... Uh... Society corner. Some advice about how to run a society. It's a corner with that society. Society lives. corner. It's society corner advice time. How to run society. How to run it's a society. It's a corner where the society lives. Society. It's called society corner. Corner, corner. Okay. Yeah. We've got them can, trained to expect less. You guys understand, the show is improvised. We don't write this shit. I, I, I know it comes off like a highly polished yeah. gem, uh, but this is completely just, just off the shit, off the cuff. Okay, so... Off so the shits? I, I, I'm, I'm making up new expressions. It's off the shit. Spencer, our dungeon master, came up with, uh, and I were driving along. Spencer is also my chauffeur. He's my dungeon master chauffeur and uh, B assistant. Um, uh, as opposed to A assistant, not like apiary, uh, whatever. Is that A, is that right? Apiary is that B? Okay. Um, the uh, but we came up with this when we were watching a, a fire uh, truck uh, drive by us. And we were talking about okay, there's fire trucks and like you know what is it like to be a fireman? You know, and and they sit in that station and they. Uh, they wait for fire alarms, and a lot of times it's like somebody that's been hurt. You know, they're the first response. Often the the paramedics on board, if somebody just like you know loses a foot or something, it's not on fire at all. Um, they're the first there. So Spencer and I came up with a new pitch, and if you're listening and you work for civic government, please take this uh, to heart. Um, uh, firefighters should leave for fires earlier by not getting dressed at the station. They should take their fire gear with them. Leave the station earlier, thereby increasing chances of getting to a fire when it's smaller. <laughs> and if they need to get dressed, they can do it on site. Same amount of time, increase the chances of catching a fire when it's smaller. And of course, there's the people that lost a foot and it's not a fire at all. Just show up in a shirt and jeans. Take care of it. Is there a fire? Oh, let's put on our rubber pants. Now, the taxpayers would appreciate a good show. Oh, they're, they're getting in their rubber pants. Don't do that in the station. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how big the fire is. Get the fire truck over to the fire. It might be tiny right now. That's a, that's a very good idea. Do, do you think that when the dispatch comes out for a, for a call and they go, hey, we got a guy, uh, he has a, a, a broken foot, they don't get full full fire gear, do they? I don't know. I don't know how it works, but there's room for improvement, I can in, tell you that. In my mind, because you see them driving to things, and there's the hook and ladder, and there's a dude in the back. He has his pants on, but he has like a T-shirt on with the suspenders. And uh, you know why they wear those, right? I, th I think I've heard, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I think it's a very sound idea. Okay. 
All right. So I don't know if you wanted to. You know, do you want to spend time on this bartender concept? We were talking to the green room. You, you know, like this is this. We, we brought it up uh, last week. We talked about. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a uh, what we're calling a bartender, but that does not mean anything legally. Uh, uh, well, yeah, it's not going to be a definable. bartender. It would, we're worried about the idea that it might be illegal in some way for meltdown, but Maybe we're not. Some... We're, we're not going to have somebody up here serving drinks to the audience. No, and being paid for that service. No. Because that would be against the uh, Alcohol Beverage Commission. Also, the person, and I'm not kidding about this, they wouldn't be handling liquor at all. They could just be an ice tender. Ice tender? Yeah, they could They could just put ice in the cups. There's only one So who's going to who's gonna pour the vodka in? Then we would have the vodka. It's, the hard part is the ice. <laughs> As we learned last week, but, we spent the no, whole... No, the hard part is that it interrupts the show when people are putting microphones down to deal with alcohol. We want... Ice. It's the ice. It's the ice? Yeah. It's easy to pour vodka into a cup. I've done it a thousand times. I, do you think that... It's hard to get the we, ice happening Would, would we here. get in legal trouble if somebody was over here making me a, a vodka on the rocks? Making you a vodka on the rocks? That I don't know, but I know for sure it's totally legal for someone to put ice in a cup and hand it to an alcoholic who has <laughs> his own designs on the cup, you know? And they can still be a bartender. It's just a bar of ice. They don't have to be. Then, then we then we sidestep all of the municipal sounds, issues. But, but, but you, then you're going to want to still stop and open up the bottle and then pour it in. It's not okay. I, I think that I mean this conversation is 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 the putting putting ice in the cup of the evening. <laughs> I, it, 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 I, 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 I was just trying to help like make it faster. I, I don't want anyone to get arrested. I don't want like. Uh, I think we just have somebody make you drinks. All right. Okay. I'm a troublemaker. We're, we're, we're not we're not charging for it. It's it's it basically, if Kumail came out here and said, and you said, hey Kumail, would you uh, while I'm talking, would you grab a cup, put some ice in it, and throw a little vodka on top of it? I don't think we get in trouble. We're just meeting a new friend that's going to do that service. Okay, how do we meet that person tonight? Uh, that's a, a conversation we have to have now. I mean, who, who traveled the farthest? This guy. Nashville. Nashville? Can somebody beat Nashville? North Carolina. Did, did, did I hear China? <laughs> South, South Florida? Versus Australia, they have. You get Australia. Australia? Australia wins. Australia, get up here. Yeah. If you want. Hootsman. If this is a stunt, you better be willing to fake one of the hardest accents there is. It's, de it's deceptively hard, mate. I've tried it. Crocodile, grab, mate. Uh, come, come up here and grab, come grab on, a microphone. Come up here, young lady. Grab, grab yourself a mic. What's your name? My name is Sarah. Sarah? Um, say something with an Australian accent. Uh, my name is, is Sarah, and I'm from Australia. You, you don't sound particularly Australian. You came here from Australia? Um, yeah, bloody oath I did. <laughs> Wait, not, but like you came to the show from Australia or do you live here for the last seven years? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm from Australia. I'm going back there. You came here for the show? No, no. No, no. <laughs> well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't really want to live in that world. <laughs> then, we're, then, so. then this is a terrible show. <laughs> she came here on a 15-hour flight. <laughs> All right, Sarah, I, one of my favorite things about Australians, and I have a lot of Aussie friends, is that they make the word N-O, no, a three or four syllable word. <laughs> say, say yes or... No. No? <laughs> that's good. I... That's, all, that's also always a question. No? That's very, that's very convincing. That's a good Australian ID. Yeah, all right. 
she, she's either Australian or she's Meryl Streep. That's great. Uh, in either case, welcome. What was your name again? Sorry. Sarah. Sarah. Okay. And uh, I guess where, where do you want to situate her? I, I, I you know. Um, I think for now, let's have her just seated in, in that seat closest to the ice bucket, right? Okay. Like maybe between Spencer's ta uh, table and like the, the one over there, the, the stage right, right chair, Sarah. Now, uh, you also offered to pay for this, right? This, this is a paying gig. Oh, sure. Let's see what I got. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll chip in, too. What, what, what do we say? Do we come up with a price? $100. Well, I said $100, but I meant Australian. <laughs> How is the, what is the exchange in the Australian dollar right now? Do you know? I just know that whatever you offer somebody there, they say, that's not that currency. And then they pull out a bigger form of currency and say, that's that form of currency. 20, 40, 60, 80. It's amazing that people still get that reference. It's like, it's so funny the things that make it through the sandstorms of time. Like, like I, I sometimes I make references here, like, like to the, the, the uh, disco ball lady in dance hall days, everyone's just stone faced. They're like, what are you talking about, grandpa? Um, and then, uh, but then that, for some reason, we're all going to just permanently retain Paul Hogan's three year stardom in the United States. It, it does. It was very culturally I impacting. I only have fifteen dollars. Can I can I chip in that? Yeah, I have like eighty. We're getting close to our mark. Here, All right. So. Wait, do I, I, think I this can I? eighty? I have I have seven. I have seventeen dollars. Eighty five. We're gonna put that close to a hundred. Ninety five. There you go. That should be. That's it. One hundred. One hundred dollars paid in advance. Okay. This show is, is like hitting the ground running. Sarah, I'd like a drink. He likes uh, vodka on the rocks. So let's, <laughs> let's see what happens. Wait, wait, now we're allowed to just ask you for a drink, right? It's not, not going to be a bullyish thing for me to say, Sarah, get off your ass and give me a drink. No, you, yeah. We, we own her now. We've subjugated her. That's the easiest $100 anyone's going to make. Yeah. I'm going to make it fucking so hard on you, Sarah. You're going to wish you never moved from Australia to here. You, you're going to wish you said, nah, I, I, I. All right, so I don't know what, I mean, I don't know how long we can continue to delay this. We have a superstar in the wings tonight. We have, we have, we have an internet superstar. <laughs> Do we really? Yeah. I was backstage. I didn't see any. Well. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot. We do have a, a nascent, uh, a, a man that might have changed uh, social media for yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, I guess let's, let's just bring him up and get to it. Please welcome the, the, uh, the inventor of, of, of what Salon.com calls shrobbing, Rob Schraub. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Huh? Gorgeous. Perfect. Sarah's so sweet. She brought me a vodka on the rocks, and she, she wanted to make sure that it was to my liking. It, it, it has equal parts vodka and ice. So, Shrab. Yes. Uh, Davis. <laughs> what started as you haranguing our producer, Dustin Marshall, on Twitter, or Instagram. I, yeah. Uh, by just... I got good at it. You got really good at it. <laughs> Uh, d take us through the uh, 
the, the rich history that is shrubbing. Like that, uh, how do we get to this place where Salon's writing what I would call I don't, a, I, very, I, a very Woodford, uh, Woodford, or uh, Wood, Woodward and Bernstein's esque <laughs> article, or it really got to the bottom of it. Yeah, it, or, or not. It, it, the, the, I'll give you another choice. You can tell. You can explain why when you woke up during your colonoscopy uh, that you chose to pretend to stay asleep. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Let's talk about either of these things. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about the colonoscopy. Okay, all right. Because I, I don't really know an answer to that. Your question. Yeah, I mean, like, it started off as a thing and then became... But also, the shrubbing phenomenon, if, if we can call it a phenomenon, which I believe now we can, right? I, I, yes. I'm not going to make that bold um, of a statement. What, what blows my mind about shrubbing is that everybody now tries to shrub a shrub. You can't... You can't can't shrub a shrub. You can't shrub a shrub. <laughs> can't do it. But also, it seems like an easy bit. Seems easy. But everybody does it wrong. Deceptively, it's like the Australian accent. Yeah. You also said that a lot of people, because the headline of the article was like the king of trolls, that there's a lot of people just trying to now just troll Dethrone you. me by, right. by, like, they'll tweet to me and it's like, hey, shrub, you're a piece of shit. Why don't you go kill yourself? Uh, try saying smart to that. Uh, didn't think so. And I get it, it really. You don't. Be, I didn't become the king of the king of trolls. I'm quote air quotes, king of trolls by dethroning the other king of right, trolls. Right. There was no guy I, before it, it's you. It's not prison. That was like Johnsoning. Yeah. There's not prison yard rules. You don't take down <laughs> like the troll. You you do it. You put in the hours. You work yeah. hard. <laughs> And 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 this is a business. You're you're you're, you're a workaday troll. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you do uh, put a lot of elbow. Self-taught. How many followers did you gain? Like a zillion followers because of this? I had uh, I had I had like fifteen thousand. Uh, like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was one person with well, fifteen thousand. <laughs> and then uh, after like the uh, uh, the 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 podcast, uh, I went up to, like to twenty thousand. <laughs> I got like nineteen now. This is just five thousand people. Yeah, in you like two weeks. And, yeah. Uh, all right, colonoscopy. Okay, what do you want to know? Well, uh, they put a camera up your butt. Mm. They they sedate you before they, they yes. do that. I was recently in for an endoscopy. That's the other way. These kids will learn all about this stuff soon enough. Uh, it, it, it becomes de rigueur, I believe the phrase is. Um, now, now they want to check out your tuchus. They put a camera up there, mm. a little robot, a little Mars rover. Yeah. Uh, they sedate you. They, uh, they, they want to put you, you under. Um, yeah. The anesthesia didn't take. It, 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 it took right away, you know. I, the 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 nurse goes okay uh you should start feeling a little dizzy and i'm like i really don't feel uh and then I, uh, and then i was gone and then what i'm going to say is probably halfway through the procedure i start waking up and i open up my eyes and there's a big screen in front of me cuz i'm laying on my side and the screen is there because on the other side the doctor's like Sticking this up my butt, and I get to see what's inside my Whoa. butt. And uh, this was the poster for the Truman Show, remember? Right. <laughs> and and in my brain, my brain goes, "You should say something." And then I imagine myself saying something, like going, "I'm still awake," and it just sounded like begging to be made fun of. That's your concern in that moment. Yeah. As you're living through every, every you're, one you're, of and, then I, and then I go... Rob, you're a director. You could just say, cut. 
<laughs> I, I did. Moving on. Check I, the gate. I, I was. I was. I mean, really I, check the gate. But I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something. But then so, another voice in my head said, "No, wait. I want to see if these guys are gonna talk shit about me." <laughs> So I kept my eyes closed and I just, I sat there. And then actually, I told this conversation to my dad, who I, you know, like the next day, because he said, so how did, the, how did it go? I, said, I woke up in the middle of it, dad. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was, the cat's I was, in the cradle and yeah, the silver yeah. spoon. <laughs> the little boy. And, then, and, and it, we're, it's, we're on speakerphone in Kate's car because we're driving to Topanga. And I, I woke up in the middle of it, dad. And he goes, Oh, that must have been uh, weird. You know something? It wasn't that bad. I just silence. Just, just maybe a. Uh, <coughs> okay. All right. Wasn't that bad? Well, your dad was in the Navy, right? Too close to home, maybe. Mm. Probably. Uh, this is where he, he met my the, mom. Uh, you can tell him I said that. He's he's a fan of yours. Um, the uh, I just am amazed. How much of it do you think had to do with the chemical? reaction in your brain like how high do you think you were and how lucid do you think you were making a decision like i'm waking up in the middle of of the american public's worst medical nightmare which is <laughs> failed anesthesia which happens once at a uh, ten thousand times uh and you're you're waking up which and and you make a decision based on like peer pressure and like I mean, a I'm weird paranoia probably like you want to know wanna whether hear. or not people make fun of your intestines <laughs> behind your back yeah and you, yeah. so yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I would be curious to know what kind of shit they might talk look, look, uh, look, look, at, this look at this guy's fucking lower look fucking colon oh my god <laughs> You see, uh, uh, eat Taco Bell much? Uh, <laughs> right, like the twist and turns, like, oh, we got a Scotland Highway here. <laughs> Scotland so, so someone's going to Glasgow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on. Come on. I mean, if you work at a restaurant and, you know, you're a waiter and you come back in the kitchen, you go, man, table eight, what a bunch of dickheads. Hey, we should, we should spit in his colon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wake up! It's great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Shit. Uh, you know something? I never. I didn't tip him. I should have done that. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, Rob, do you want a drink from Sarah uh, from the Outback? I'll have a. I'll, I'll have a. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, can, can we get a kettle one on the rocks? Uh, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> no, no, we pay her. We pay her. Don't no, get out no, your wallet. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tip her. Tip her. Now, now that this gets into the illegal right now, if it's, if it's, if it's money... Oh, shit, I only got a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a receipt from, uh, from El Pollo Loco. <laughs> and by the way, I mean, like, like he keeps acting like that shopping thing in Salon was like, like no big deal. But no he big was, deal. He was texting and like, like he was like, I, I was like, you fucking asshole, I hope you're happy. And, and he's like, this is all I ever wanted. <laughs> And then, and then he texted me later and said, Jessica Alba is following me now. Because Jessica Alba, I'm meaning Jessica Alba's uh, social media assistant probably is following, was following me, I noticed at one point. I'm sure it made you very jealous. So you texted me, Jessica Alba is following me now. And, and uh, Valerie Bertinelli. 
And I, and I, uh, Valerie Bertinelli? You mean Queen of the Trolls? Yep. That's, uh, that's who I took down. <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli, you think you're so cool? Fuck off. Oh, take it. That's what I'm going to do. All right. This is one guy, this one guy, like, right after the podcast was, like, like was shrubbing me, was, like, going, oh, what is this? Did it, like, three times in a row and failed every single time. And then, like, the fourth one, he was... Your bit's getting old. Uh, he ran out of gas on your Yeah, bit. yeah. I was like I went I was at work and then I noticed like this train of this guy like every 15 minutes and then on the fourth tweet he goes, eh, "Your bit's getting old. I think you got to get some new material, buddy." They're like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. After after four times. Is the is the book deal is it is it going to be is what's your book going to be called? Like what is this book called? Humble brag. Uh, is it, <laughs> <laughs> Does, uh, does the crown weigh heavy on the king of the trolls? <laughs> so heavy. Yeah. A lot of responsibility. <laughs> and uh, my fingers are so aching from... I'm so bummed out that Kamel's not here tonight because he will be... Have, I think Kamel he would have hates the most... me right oh, yeah. now. Kamel, yeah. He... I think he absolutely... I've been texting him and writing him like, Hey, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's uh, at one o'clock. Okay. What do you think? Nothing. Usually you would be like, hey, we're going to see Star Trek Into Darkness. Come on. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Not anymore. All right. well, he's, he's kind of busy. Busy but... not liking me. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, I kinda, I'm kind of eager uh, to bring Spencer out because uh, there's, a, there's also a new segment I'd like to do with him. Uh, you think that would be okay to bring him out this early? Uh, I, this, it's never too early to bring Spencer out. All right. Spencer Crittenden, everybody. <laughs> Spencer, don't don't mix up those purses. Hey, what? Don't mix don't mix up those purses. I'll fucking kill you, man. <laughs> don't mix them up. <laughs> What's I, 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 two two purses? Hey, uh, I, I, are you li- are you live shrubbing right now? <laughs> What is that? Yeah, just... Can I just be topped off with ice, Sarah? I don't rec- actually need more vodka. Or maybe a little bit more. Spencer, have you met Sarah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I met it on the way up. Yeah. And the way down. Um, you, you don't really drink, though, do you, Spencer? No. Would you like a drink while we have Sarah? No, no. I'll go bad. <laughs> I'll just spoil immediately. Uh, Spencer, I brought you up early because you mentioned something in the green room and I was like, okay, stop, save it for the stage. Uh, um, uh, to catch us up, you're, you're, stop me if I start to become insensitive about this. Like, since that's an option? (laughs) Did you hear about this? I haven't been on the show in a while. We we would have no Stop him if he becomes insensitive. Man, G.I. Jeff would have been a different story. <laughs> Stop me if I talk too much. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> uh, since you've joined our family, Spencer, uh-huh. your parents have uh, they've broken up. Yeah, they were kind of yeah. uh, as as we've t- discussed it in the past. Like you kind of felt like maybe you were the glue that was holding them together. Yeah, and you know, they, I've long theorized that. And then you moved out. We've watched Spencer grow up from a from a young waif. Uh, an, an urchin in What's the back of the Apple Star. <laughs> He's now a producer and a, a, I think a, a, a hanger, a hanger, hanger about in the writers' room and like, like, 
well, you're you, you also may, an unlicensed bartender. Yeah, you may. Yeah, oh, yeah, constantly getting me drinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's it's it's, but but you moved out of your parents' house, and then they yeah. immediately went their separate ways. It was pretty immediate. And the last time we saw your dad, he was bounding up from the audience, and he was like, "Hey, it's me, Spencer's dad." And it was, oh yeah, Spencer has testicles. <laughs> so, so the thing is, so now your your parents have gone their separate ways, and this is this is not unfamiliar to me. When I was like ten, my parents had a little separation year. Yeah, but you're much older than that, and this seems more permanent than theirs. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, much like my parents, they've kind of like now you're watching your parents kind of like do their own thing. Yeah, and your dad has gone to the Central America. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in Colombia right now. And and so. so I said that to Aaron, and she was like, "Is he going to be okay?" It's like the kidnapping capital of the world. Like, uh, sorry if you're a Colombian Harmontown fan. We don't also don't get kidnapped. It's safer there now. Okay, thank Woo! you. We got a, we got a Colombian update. Yeah. Um, the so, but but you, so your dad and now you told me in the green room you said your dad is sending you updates like yeah, newsletters. He, and man, I keep I keep he sends these emails and started out just like hey Spencer just wanted to let you know I got off the plane okay. My phone exploded, but then it was fine again. Or like, you know, whatever. I stubbed my foot. Do you stub a foot? I don't know. But um, he, he, he would just send me little things. But then it turned into this, like, Christmas-style newsletter that would just happen. And the email, like, the list of recipients got longer and longer. And there's people that I'm pretty sure are just my little brother's friends. <laughs> that, like... <laughs> Receive this newsletter, and it's is it, pretty is it, weird. Is it just called like uh, Mike's missives? It, they're all they're all cleverly titled individually. Like, but uh, there's no title for the actual thing. Like, he hasn't. No, each of them is like its own beautiful vignette. If you think about it, that way. E- example. He had an email that was like, "Oh, I got, I fell asleep getting a haircut. Never fall asleep in Colombia." How about never fall asleep getting a fucking haircut? That's an insane person thing to do. I, I, I fall asleep getting haircuts all the time. That's crazy. Yeah. You have a lot of faith in your... I was going to say your opponent. Your bartender's... <laughs> bartender? Your, bar, your bartender. Get, what do you get, call it? A barber? A, salo- a, a, a stylist? A salonist. I don't call him a bartender. I call him a bartender. <laughs> Maybe this is my problem. No, but your barber, you, you don't count... Man, your neck's going to be moving all around. You don't you don't fall asleep stock still. Last you time, start... the, the haircut you're currently looking at, I I, I was fast asleep during it. And apparently, I, I, my, my neck was not flopping around. Or maybe it was. That's why it looks like this. So maybe you just got an iron neck or something. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, that, that's, I what, have a, that's what the ladies say. Uh, that's the ladies. <laughs> I have a general rule. I, uh, I never travel anywhere where one of the rules is don't fall asleep. Well, Wait, I don't so know if the rule he, is actually don't fall asleep. I think the asleep. only places that that's applicable in pop culture are, are the asylum where Freddy Krueger survivors live. <laughs> Is he in like Medellin or Bogota or what's he doing? I think he's closer to Bogota. He 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 was. Is he on a vision quest? Is he doing ayahuasca? I, mean, I like, wish that'd on? be so respectable. 
he's he's trying to you know get by. He's, it's cheaper to live there. He's he's teaching English. And stuff. Oh, so he's gone there not not just for kicks. He's gone there to to make his way in the world. Yeah, yeah. He wants to you know eventually get get a job in a, like uh, one of those uh, TV companies out there, stationed out there. You know, he uh, used to work in TV. That's very that's that's admirable. That's it, very cool. You, it's certainly interesting. What's, what's your mom doing? Uh, she's you holding, know, holding burn. Up. She she's. <laughs> I just, this is the perfect, I want to get a t-shirt, like a Rob Schraub, like a Schraubing t-shirt that says, what is this t-shirt? Or what t-shirt is this? And then on the back it says, like, who is Rob Schraub or something? Remember when but, Rob used his own technique to promote the found crap thing? He said, when is this thing I'm promoting to the thing? All right, anyways. I was, like, I was going to say, you've become Rip Taylor. Uh, the, uh, but uh, before we move on to your mom. Yeah. Uh, He's pantomiming confetti, but uh, it's better with confetti. You can't just. Uh, you can't, you can't. Before we, before we, before you I, answer I about so about your mom, I just want to, I want to ask about your dad. Uh, Are you trying to get off her mom? Yeah, I, mom? yes. I, just, I, I thought of that earlier. Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to say. Do you think your your dad probably? I would guess he probably not to flatter us, but he probably is listening. Don't you think? Uh, maybe. I mean, you never know. Because what else is he doing down there? I really fighting don't scorpions. Him, yeah, I mean, well, he's always having adventures. It's kind of amazing. Spencer, but, do you want to fire off? Uh, assuming he's listening, which he, he most certainly is. Do you want to fire off a missive to him right now? Uh, I don't know who you're sending all these fucking, or how many people you're sending these emails to, but it's kind of ridiculous. Is that right? That was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is how our communications go. They're very matter of fact. <laughs> all right. All right, you yeah, ring 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 in your uh, your recipient list. It's offensive to all the people that you are sending it to. It's just making to feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, I have to scroll past it all to get to the you know. I'm on the list for certain like people. That's an L.A. thing. A big a lot of times it's like. Like an actor will just send out a newsletter that's like Steve's uh, Daily Gazette or monthly monthly Gazette. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's been a weird month for Steve. I found a lot of solace in the documentary uh, uh, Chocolate Man. Uh, it's the story of a thing. He'll just talk about what he's been watching, and it's like it's addressed to. And I want to say to like Steve, like you know, have the balls. To tell your grandma you love her, don't send her a fucking newspaper, because she's the only one who gives a shit about any of this, and you're treating True. her like a fucking plebe. True. Like, just email your grandma and say, I love you. Thank yep. you for taking an interest in my shit. Yeah. Everyone Take else is like, Steve's... What? What is this? Yeah. D Dan, he had an audition for The Shield? What the yeah. fuck is he talking... What do I... Dan, no, that's canceled. Have you, have you seen... <laughs> Have you seen Chocolate Man? So true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean I, I've seen. I, I, I'm assuming you've seen Chocolate. It's Man. riveting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's. I mean, the the guy can't keep. Uh, the sad thing is that he can't keep a pet dog. <laughs> Like, he loves dogs, but his livelihood is chocolate, and they just keep dying on him. Wait, wait, wh why can't Chocolate Man have a dog? Chocolate is poisonous to dogs. But only really dark chocolate. But Chocolate Man is, deals in dark, dark chocolate. <laughs> and he loves dogs. But no one will pay him to love dogs. So it's, it, it becomes, as the New York Times said, it becomes an unwitting expose of dog culture. <laughs> Uh, what starts as a as a as a as a chalk chalk a chalk a journey, 
Dumb, stupid. What, it was, it's not a, that's not a play on words. It's not a play on words. The, 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 the New York Times is not what it used to be. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just a blog now. Remember that guy that reviewed the podcast? He's like, oh, Aaron's got a poo cast. Kumail Nanja Johnson is doing great. Jim Davis is funny as always. Like, that's the New York Times. It's really weird. And Salon will just do an article about Schraub at the. I know. Clearly, I know. they're running on vapors out right. there. A couple other websites too. Oh yeah, did it get, does, does a story does a story have legs? Did, did, did it catch fire? Did, did it make it to TMZ? What's that? I, I sent it. I sent you another article. No, I texted what, you. Wasn't that just so, uh, most of the time when you text me something, I'll click on it. and It's just a dude with two dicks in his mouth. <laughs> Only two dicks. Yeah, like Schraub's not what he used to be. Nah, <laughs> I was a three dick guy back in the day. Um, but so uh, lazy to do the work. But 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 so so I didn't. By the way, I didn't retweet the slot article. I'm very very proud of you. But I kind of I'm, I'm really conflicted about it. I, I I'm boycott I boycott slot because of that weird. I don't know. They did a weird hatchet job on Patton Oswalt, and I don't think that kind yeah. of stuff should be rewarded. It was no. like that weird. It was just a. I'm just like I'm not I'm not clicking well, on. What this. was the tweet that he did that that, that got their dander? Who knows? Whatever it was, it was ironic. You don't you don't get more progressive and not uh, racist than than uh, Patton Oswalt. He doesn't give a fuck about. He's like he's a he's a comedian. He's been he's been making people laugh for a really long time. And Patton, as far as I know, is one of the most flagrant bigots I've ever met. <laughs> um, I, I don't even want to talk about it. I'll get my dander up and then I'll and then my dander. Don't will do be that. Up. Yeah. Keep I that dander down, man. I, I prefer it to be dripping into my uh, coffee, uh, my, my cup. Um, I don't know why I'm looking at this anymore. Let me see if there's anything else on here. Uh, did I ever tell the story about uh, uh, sucking dick? Mm. Davis. <laughs> no, you did not. Please continue. Head's down. And keep scrolling. I do not have that honor. Chaplin does. High roaded. The night is young. Uh, my uh, uh, one time. Uh, <laughs> I don't did I ever tell this story that one time a friend of mine that uh, is kind of like a super hacker, he let me know that my iCloud account had been hacked, and like, and that's why now I use this one password thing, like this app, because I was using like really easy passwords, and he let me know like yeah we're tracking this guy that he set up a thing he 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 hacks like uh people's cell phones and like high profile people and the they traced back this whole operation that this guy had set up and it started with Cameron Diaz's cell phone thank you <laughs> two cell phones away from Cameron Diaz that's it was it, I'm not in her cell phone but someone who's in Cameron Diaz's cell phone has my number probably Ben Stiller from 18 years ago all right <laughs> Not a good story. Sorry about that. I thought it was interesting. Wait, that, Put it in my that, that Evernote. Was, that, that was the whole story? Yes, yes, yes. I want to know about the dick sucking. Yeah. yeah why, why'd you drop that? Do you uh, want to have that honor? It's, it's, Do you want to be honored? Uh, Rob, would you honor Dan? I would love to. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Does that mean? Has there been a podcast where two straight guys just started sucking dick? I think I think that they wouldn't be straight guys if that happened. That's not well. Yeah, I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, two two straight guys could suck a dick, especially you know if one's wearing a S- sucking, sucking dick for sucking dick for an audience for a cause. Yeah, for a cause. <laughs> if you do it to raise awareness of something. 
Unless it's to raise awareness of sucking dick. <laughs> then it's... To uh, raise, raise awareness of how much you like a dick in your mouth. Right, that, then that's just... That's not charity. The, but the... Uh, uh, hello to all our uh, homosexual listeners. Uh, how are you? We believe you're human. Uh, we value your listenership. Uh, I'm I sorry. Think, I think that was implicit until you said that weird disclaimer. <laughs> A, we- a weird apology. Also, the word homosexual is now it's the new like uh, Afro-American. It sounds kind of weird on the tongue, doesn't it? Now, homosexual. Weird on the tongue. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what else feels kind of weird in the tongue? Rob Dick. Uh, what, what, what do you say now instead of homosexual? Gay? No, I, thought, oh, I think, I, yeah, well, I don't know. It's weird. I, I mean, it's not that it's a bad word. Just oh, saying, it's just, does it, it's, it's, doesn't it sound kind of clunky now? Like it's colored? Kind of, it's, are you saying it's kind of a mouthful? I don't know why I keep looking at my phone. I don't have anything on here anymore. I'm just like because there's pictures of dicks on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like fundraising at the office. I don't, uh, unless it's for charity. Uh, uh, what, you, what, what in the segue is going holy on? Holy shit! That was the last thing on my phone. Okay. So, like, book drives? Listen to me. Like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not opposed to it. I'm not telling you to stop doing it. Here's what I'm saying. I think it's weird. I think we have accepted something as normal that's very weird. I think that we all work at offices and office environments, and we're all pretty familiar with the fact that every once in a while someone comes to the office and they'll and they'll they'll just kind of announce that their niece Katie is going to Scotland to play soccer or learn to play the trumpet or something. Nothing to do with any disease or anything. It's just like just some kid is going to do something, and then everyone at the office is kind of like subtly pressured to like buy a Kit Kat or something. I just think it's really weird that we accept this People as common your, behavior. I'm, I'm assuming your office meaning Starburns. Well, yeah. I'm not complaining about anyone that works for me right now. Uh, I'm it's, just saying it's, it's... People come in and say, hey, my daughter's going on a trip, and everybody pony up. By applause, how many people have been in an office where this has happened? <laughs> Smattering. That's a, that's a well, well... That was easily 1,100 people. Yeah. <laughs> it happens outside of the grocery store, too. You never know. You ever notice this? You ever see one of these? You're gone... <laughs> Going into the grocery store, you're trying to. Rob, make- are you about to break into one of your patented universal comedy bits? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You walk, you walking in, and you see him, and then you, you, what do you do? You pull out your phone. Ooh, I'm checking a text, and you. <laughs> right by, man. No, I will not have a chocolate bar. No, I do not want that. Uh. I'm looking at my phone. I walk too fast. <laughs> I told you the story about the guy that came to my door at my house. And he had a baseball cap on. And he had kind of a Kevin James sort of build, and uh, so, so very fit and lean. And he rang my doorbell, and I came out, and uh, and, and and I said, and I was, "Of course, I'm in the middle of something. No one is ever sitting in a glass chamber waiting to interact with a stranger at their door. So that's another thing. If if your hobby or vocation involves uh, accosting strangers." Try to remember you're in the middle of their lives, not the other way around. Um, uh, or, oh, sorry, okay. sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. We're new at this. Uh, Sarah, Sarah went to Jeez. get Jeff a drink, and I let it derail the show. Are you okay with this? I'm so sorry. She's making a hundred dollars. We're in. There, She's right. already made it. She, she could walk out the door right now. She she could just disappear into the night, and she would have a hundred dollars. She still. Got, we saw Crocodile Dundee too. Not only can she leave, she can go somewhere that will, even cartels can't get her. <laughs> 
she could, she could put like like bats in bags and throw them on our campfire, and we'd be like, ah, I carumba. Did that happen? In, yeah, in, Sarah, you've already yes. you've already made your money, Sarah. If at any point you want to just disappear, you're allowed to. Like, you, you're not you're not beholden to stay up here on stage. Although we we, we would love you to stay. I think her date applauded that. <laughs> No, I think she's see... beholden. We gave her a hundred bucks. She's gonna give us fifty if she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What kind of crazy? Uh... I'm just saying, she, she, it's not endangered servitude. Well, I mean, if, if you wanted it that way, we say we'll, get, we'll give you a hundred dollars at the end of the show. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars to please sit down because you're making me feel bad. <laughs> He's paying you twenty dollars to devalue my hundred. <laughs> What kind of crazy? Uh, I, I, I put seventeen. You, you 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 paid eighty three, whatever. Right. All right, Sarah. Is it, I mean, you're free to go. I'm not going to be sore on. <laughs> no, no, I, I think stay. I mean, uh, yeah. Do it. Yes, you keep want. it. Keep it. Keep it. Uh, uh, also, keep my guilt money. The reason the reason why I feel bad is because we have a woman on stage and she's not talking at all. As always, is a bunch of dudes uh, sounding off, and that we have a, we have a gal on stage. Give her a microphone, Dan. <laughs> I, 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 Let's this sing microphone a, costs fifteen dollars. Yes. <laughs> what's like a what's like a good Aussie like bar drinking bar song? Uh, How about the person I asked? Is, is there like an Aussie toast like like like, like, yeah. like, like a famous cheers like a, a, a poem or a rhyme or anything like that? It would be Aussie, 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 and then everyone goes, oi, 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 oi. Didn't they do that on the man show when yeah. Kimmel was on there? Did they do some kind of thing yeah. like that? Yeah, we got it in Mexico. People knew it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. I love that. Mm. It's nice. What, what part of Australia are you from? Melbourne. Melbourne. I went there once. It was, it was quite lovely. It's, it's very funny people, very nice. Is, is it, it true about the toilets? <laughs> <laughs> Is that an urban legend or is that true? That that they're full of poo? No, that they that they swirl in opposite directions. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the southern hemisphere. How long did that take before somebody figured it out? Yeah. You know, because they're living on the other side of the world, and then I mean, like somebody would have had to have like gone to the bathroom, stared at the toilet, went ooh counterclockwise, and then jumped on a plane, flew to America, and then immediately did it. Dan, are you pouring yourself a drink right now? Yeah, you guys freed our indentured servant. No, she stayed up here. She had a job to do. Put that ice back in the bucket. Here, I'll take the ice. Put the ice I'll take the ice. I'll take the ice. No, let her do it. We fucking paid her. I'll take the ice. I'm so fucking confused. This is exactly what was happening in America in 1848. Like, there was a lot of, like, like, we... we, we... Pass it down. Look, uh, it's it's to our uh, discomfort that it happened to be a woman that came over. If it was a guy, you wouldn't be bothered with this at all. No. I wasn't bothered with it. I I love throwing money at people and just, like, 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 that's what I do with Spencer. Easy, easy, easy. Everybody easy. wins. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Adam, sit the fuck down. Adam, Adam, sit down. I'll pay you twenty dollars to shut the fuck up. No, I don't have any more money. Get away. Get away from me. I just, I like a lot of ice. What the home mind. audience doesn't know right now, the, the listener doesn't know. This, Adam is hiding behind a beam right now, and, and he, he, and he's, and he's holding a vial. I said, Yeah. 
Yeah, He's right. wrapped around a pillar like the snake in Like the water Eden. bottle in the end of 12 Monkeys? <laughs> am, I, am I mistaken, Adam? Or uh, and I, I don't want to bring you up on stage. I really don't. Uh, and, and Adam, I say this with all due respect. I, I love you. No respect to you. No, I, uh, no, no, none is due, but, uh, but all is offered. I, 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 I do like you, Adam. But when, when Abed on the last show was up here, were you losing your mind because you got out Aspergered? Yes. Yes. Because I, you you were firing off like quips and fucking non sequiturs like you couldn't believe there was a guy on stage that was weirder than you. And you feel knows evil. Um, you're out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. But why are you standing? And so well lit. You, 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 all right. Now you're kneeling in the in the Iowa. Are, are you going to murder? Someone took your chair. What are you doing? Adam? Quick, run, everybody! Oh, Where, awesome. what, 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 the entire audience run, run away. <laughs> we'll meet what, back in twenty you, minutes. You're, Adam, you're the only person that's that's standing poised to charge the stage. I just want to say, if you give her the mic stand, she'll have both her hands free to pour drinks. That's all I wanted to add, so you can get more drinks. All right, well, there well, we go. I mean, but I'm not giving up my mic stand. <laughs> Th- thank you, Adam. Oh, you, so you were trying to liberate her genius. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you, brother. Adam Goldberg, everyone. I'm not clapping. No, I'm not clapping either. And I have a mic stand. I could clap all day. That's what my, my lack of clap means something. Um, sorry about Adam. Have you ever listened to the show? Do you know what's happening? Uh, Yes, I have listened to it before. Okay. Yeah. I thought I don't know if maybe like yeah, like there was like a wayward poaching expedition. You got trank darted and stuck in a crate, and now you're here, and you're like, well. do, do kangaroos really box? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, there's some really tall kangaroos, and when they get up on their hind legs, they're like six foot tall, and if you make them angry, they will punch you in the face with their with their front paw with Even their if they're not trained gloves. to that's like a natural thing they'll do yeah so that like because they get up like this and they like really really high and uh-huh. if you anger them then they're like wow <laughs> and people mistake them for like giant mice yeah uh, well i mean <laughs> no no no, yeah. no. Only, like, only. Holy s- cow! Look at that giant mouse. Well, it's just I big think, as a kangaroo. I think. O- I think only. Giant s- mouse. Only Sylvester the cat from the uh, from the, the cartoons thought I was a giant. Mouse. I, this is why I'm oh, asking. F- oh, father. But here's a fun thing to ask our foreign guests. Um, do, pop culturally, like. What is what is something that is on TV in Australia that's like very like kind of homebrewed Australian entertainment pop culture that is like every Australian kind of knows, but that once you leave the, those waters, like you find that it just drops off entirely. Like it's it's just like this Australian thing. Is this you trying to find out if they watch Community in Australia? No, 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 no. That's 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 a transnational export from a conglomerate. I'm saying like I was like like so, somebody from Montreal will go like uh, lickety dick, toodle dick, and you're like, what are you talking about? Uh, like you know the lickle dicks, and you're like, what the fuck are the lickle dicks? It's a it's a you know, and it's like I always find this really amazing to like hear about these things. Like, is there some like that, that... Um, yeah, there's, there's TV shows like Kath and Kim, um, Kath and Kim. Oh, which they that. did an American version of, which didn't right. translate. Uh, there's a movie called The Castle. Um, yeah, so that's like everyone in Australia can quote that movie. Like from what's the, the movie The Castle about? Um, it's about this uh, family in a small <laughs> suburban town. <laughs> Why do you hold your mic to your face to make that distracting sound? <laughs> 
So it's about a small um, suburban. So it's yeah. So it's just what like is a... the movie Castle? About? <laughs> Please go ahead. It's not about a castle. It's not. Okay. Okay. So, go ahead. So okay. What is it about? So it's like a typical. Where do they live? <laughs> they don't live in a castle. Uh huh. Okay. It's a metaphor. Yeah. It's right. a metaphor, well, you right. fucking eight-year-old. <laughs> and also, there's a movie called The Castle in the States, and it's it's not uh, James Gandolfini in a prison. Like it's not. It's a, against Robert Redford. All right. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> you should have. St- next time you wake up and there's a camera up your ass, j- say excuse you me. Failed. Excuse me, madam. <laughs> I happen to be conscious. Could you please? Give me more if, whatever if, you put if I in woke, here. If I woke up in the middle of a procedure where they told me beforehand I was supposed to be asleep, I would fucking start making a lot of noise. Is it, is it a Rob, Rob, Rob thinks you have to have a monocle and a top hat and be British. That's such a fancy thing to say, you're ass raping me. That's so fancy. I, I, I would just say... You, you, I wouldn't you, want to be pretentious. I, I would have been. That would have been. I paid, I paid a lot of money to be asleep for the next twelve hours, and I'm awake. That would have been during good. the thing. I would feel like I, it's it's just good a good idea to say I'm awake and put me back to sleep. Or I should have just started screaming as loud as I could. <laughs> that would have. That then they wouldn't. They would have been. Oh shit! Fucking get him. Fill him. Fill him up. With, Dump the shit on him. Make him go to sleep. All right, what's the castle about? It's about a small family. They live in a little little. Mark Castle can't make it through college. (laughs) Until he met a friend. Dress up like two women. Mate, I got the perfect apartment. But there's a catch. We gotta dress up as koalas. Now, wipe out. What? This is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. Please, this is gonna be great. What's Castle about? Please continue. What's What's it about? It sounds like a great show. Okay, so it's just about a family, like a nuclear family, living in like a normal suburban town, and they love their house, like their everything's their castle. Um, then a er- really, yeah. <laughs> um, and then a um, a big airport company. I don't know the right word. Um, Qantas. <laughs> they get um, come along and say basically we need to do, knock down your house because we need to build a runway, and you have no choice in the matter. What's the name of the airport? Castle Airlines. <laughs> Drawbridge? I don't think... <laughs> what are you, you guys aren't... These aren't jokes. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm redefining the word. And does, the, does the father of the house make a stand and go like, you're not taking my fucking house? That's awesome. See? Yeah, it's a good yeah. show and you're missing All it. All right, great. Next show. <laughs> okay, what's, what's Squigglepuss about? No, I made up a show. Made up a show. I, I want to know about Lickle Dicks. What, what's a... What's a what, okay. Dan, did you, did you see the pilot of Lickle Dicks? There was a thing. I dated a Canadian a long time ago, and she in the middle... She was like, it was like, clickety-click, Barba-trick. It was like the Barba-papas. That's what it was called. For our Canadian listeners. There Barba-papas? Car- Canadian listeners will know what I'm talking about. There's a cartoon called the Barba-papas. But you know, like, I owe... She would, like, you would reference Scooby-Doo, and she'd be like, what's that? And then you could just make up anything about Scooby-Doo you wanted. And like, yeah, well, Scooby-Doo is this dog, and he uh, he was a ghost. Uh, so he haunted them? Yeah, the, do- the dog haunted them and uh, told them to solve crimes or else he'd kill them. 
Like, because you just find out she doesn't have. But then she would she would go like, oh, it's like a Barba Papa. That's a real thing, Barba Papa. They were like these blobs that would turn into bulldozers. All right. Uh, oh, I've seen that. I like when you go through a, like a Canadian airport and you just look at the corner. Of the, the there's a TV in the corner. There's like a purple dog with 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 a unicorn horn going like, and that that solves that. And, and you're like, this isn't foreign language. So like, what? It's amazing that I've never seen this. It's just like it's done with all the polish and it's just like they have their own little Gilligan's Island up there. They're just they're making radios out of coconuts and cartoons about purple ducks. Is there a radio station in Australia? <laughs> I'm almost certain there's several. Okay, like you WBNG, know, WBNG, the boomerang, coming back with the hits from the. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Put your hits on the Bobby. Here's what, Bill Collins. What is what is Slick Rick and Batman talk about in the morning? Oh, is it like, like a morning zoo team? Yeah, what 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 is their catchphrase? Do they... Slick Rick and Batman. Slick Rick and Batman coming at you. Wait, we're better than two cups of coffee. Come on. Rob, you be Batman, Dan, you be Slick Rick. I, I, I wanna get Good eye, good eye, good eye, good eye, good eye. Oh, whoa, O.J. Simpson, yeah. <laughs> not getting any breaks this morning. Yeah. Don't know what's going on with that. Uh, <laughs> if you're driving to Sydney today, stay off the three. What, what's the three all about? Oh, Reggie, we'll be back with Reggie later, but first, here's an update about the, the, the pinch at the pump. <laughs> Uh, with, I'm with, sorry. Uh, so, so answer the question. Sorry. sorry. So Slick, Slick Rick is, is not the rapper Slick Rick from the 80s. Uh, he, he's just a, No, a, they don't know about that. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's spelled with, without the C. All right. All right. So there, is, there, is there like a radio team? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. Is it, is it. is it two guys? Um... It depends. There's different type of radio stations that, and there's different de- demographics. Example. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. But yeah, generally two guys. It's pretty common. Yeah. Do you know, know any names offhand? Like like Tube Sock and... <laughs> like, you know, M- monkey monkey Whistler. Monkey, monkey Foot. No, they don't have like DJ or radio names. It's just like Matt and Joe. Uh, Joe uh, and Matt. Uh, we're more advanced. <laughs> We're so, so much more Sarah, advanced. Sarah, what, what is the uh, Antipodean fascination with giving everybody a nickname? So if your name is Jeff, you're Jeffo. Or like, 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 Sarah, you have a nickname, right? What do they call you? Betty. Betty? Betty. Birdie. 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 My last name's Bert, so Betty. Birdie. Oh. Yeah, every, everybody has to have a diminutive nickname, right? Yeah, that's... S- like Steve yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know why they do that. I think it's just more casual, and we just like to be casual, so... Oh fuck! Wait a minute. Wasn't there a zoo team? In a, was it Australian? The, those guys that called. There was like a scandal where they called and pretended to be a friend of the. the and they there, there was it was a horrible thing that happened. Like they did a little. They did a prank about the. There was the the royal baby in England, and they pretended to be a nurse or something like that, or talked to a nurse. Um, what it? 
My, my it went like this. My cu- my cu- my cufflink managed to uh, <laughs> hit a button. Um, that's true. It's yeah. It's it's pretty it's a pretty sad story. Um, basically, there was two two DJs, and they called up um, the hospital where Kate Middleton was giving birth, and they got through to a nurse, and they said, "Oh, we're the, the queen or someone. I don't know who they said." And <laughs> they said, "Oh, what's what's happening?" And she was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah," and gave all this information. Um, and then they aired it, and then she, yeah, the nurse killed herself. And what? she left yeah. a note saying... Yay, media! Because of... Did she gave up the good? Well, she was humiliated. She was humiliated, thought she would lose her job, get in big trouble, and she left a note saying that these DJs basically had to take care of her family now and it was their fault. Whoa! Yeah. And they've only... like I think only one of them has just gone back to work like over a year later. And he's like, he's like very, very trepidatiously his first day of work. <laughs> it's uh, squeaker like, in the morning. Looks like it's a uh, uh, high uh, of 68. Bit less of a pitch at the pump then. Hoo-ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, here's, here's, here's Phil Collins. Uh... Yeah, it's funny to ask because everyone that, uh, that that was affected was on some island. Uh, we got our own problems over here. <laughs> uh, that's that, that's that's horrible for everyone involved. Which, I, re- I remember that. That stuck out. And I thought what really stuck out was that they were Australian. They is, weren't even like because because really honestly, and not to I mean like like it's very easy when something horrible like that happens to like jump on whoever was immediately like, well, what were you guys thinking? But they were thinking, we're Australian DJs. We shouldn't be able to get away with any of this. And they were kind of like trying to do a prank. I'm not sticking up for anybody or... or it's, 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 yeah, whatever. Is uh, it, everyone's on their edge of their seats. Who's Dan in, uh, in favor of in this story? The baby. Well, no, I was just going to say that apparently in their defense, they said they didn't want it aired. Um, and it wasn't their decision in the end and some higher up. Oh, nice. Yeah. The suits did it. Yep. Is it true you guys drive in the middle of the road? Yes. yes. Where does the other side go? <laughs> when they turn right, like they turn so far right that they go left, like it goes around. All right, anyways. It's getting close to uh, 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 D&D hour. I, I want to bring out my lovely fiancé who almost didn't make it tonight, Aaron McGathy. I was told there was a mic on a chair. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. All right. Thank you for having me at this town meeting. No, no problem. Excited. You know we're going to the moon, right? I heard. I heard. Um, I learned how to play a didgeridoo last night. Oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Aaron, don't be racist. (laughs) Well, they're not like that's really offensive to Australian people because you're supposed to use those to call your. clan to uh, fight for you. And then we just think it's like our instrument. Yeah, and we're I, like, rawr, 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 rawr. Was, uh, and, and they're like, who wants to fight? 
it's like it's like it's like a false alarm every time. They they come over. They get on a Qantas flight and they come over. I heard the wow wow, and we're like, no, we were just having a party, man. It's Burning Man. Yeah, I. Like, well, thank you, mate. I learned I learned while in a pool, um, soup very sober. Uh, my friend was holding it down for me to play, and that's that's how I learned. How is it? <laughs> Okay, that's the wrong way. Photoshop. Um, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Also, on the way home, uh, in our car, we were there was like an hour, or not an hour, but a half hour, where everyone in the car got really good at our Australian accents, and then we started to lose. Can them. I hear your really good Australian accent right now? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, t- talk to Sarah. Sarah. Ah! <laughs> no, 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 I can do it. No. Australian person. That was a deaf More. Australian person. More. Be- this- Betty. Betty. What? Uh, c- come over later. We're gonna make pizzas on the baby, <laughs> and and we're gonna talk about Joe because he's been surfing all the time. <laughs> and we're and we're proud or concerned. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah, scale of one to ten, how, how was that? Was that a passable accent? It was English. <laughs> That's fair. No bad. Does anybody really have a Barbie in uh, Australia, or is that just like? Also, they don't call them shrimps; they call them prawns. You don't put a shrimp yeah, on the Barbie. You they put a don't prawn. call them shrimps; they call them prawns. <laughs> Knock it off! Why are you doing that? Sh- I'm sorry. Am I right, Sarah? You don't say a shrimp on the Barbie. You say a prawn. Well, yeah, no, I've never. My dad's never put a shrimp on the Barbie ever. It's a prawn. Wow, well, that's a that's or, a dad thing. Or, or even a prawn. No. Did yep. you guys like collectively say, "Okay, let's stop doing it" because that's all we're hearing every time we go over there? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit cliched now. We're just like, oh. Yeah. No, but that's also, what I yeah, you don't you don't barbecue a shrimp, but you you guys don't even call them shrimps. You call them prawns, right? Prawns. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we've, yeah, we've been over this. Aaron. Yes, Rob? Aaron, what songs did you learn on the didgeridoo? <laughs> um, I, I learned uh, Slow Rumbling Wind. I learned uh, Can you play Mummy first? Opening His Mouth. <laughs> I learned uh, Despair. And I learned uh, Hey, Ricola. That's uh, something different. Um, That's an alpine horn. Huh? Well, you play it the same way. It's the same song, different instrument. Is that right? Yeah, you have to you you re- have to relax your lips like a like they're not part of your face. I'll, I'll teach you. So you have to relax your lips, and then you blow air through your lips like a trumpet. Like. Hmm. Get, get up on the mic. Get up on the mic there. Uh, Great podcast. Oh. Did, do you, I'm, I'm assuming the answer is no, but it'd be so cool if, if it was yes. Is there an, an Australian cinematic hero from the 80s who, like, comes down to Australia and he's not a, he's not familiar with Australian ways, but he plays a banjo and he, you know, he's like, and he, and he, he's, he's like always eating hot dogs and, and and then he's like walking around Melbourne, but he's like doesn't get it and people are like. Give me your wallet, and he's like, "Whoa, that's that's a knife! Like that really is a knife. The, I, I would. This is a smaller knife. That's all I have." And, and then, like, like he, because he, he's like the equivalent, you know, of the crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Do you think it's cool that all super villains want Australia when they? Uh, 
Join forces with aliens? Do they? Man, what's her problem? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, Lex Luthor in the original Superman movie, the list goes on and on? Sarah, so, is your family from Australia? Were your parents also from there? Like, No, they moved there in the 80s. They're, from, they're Irish. Irish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Can we hear your Irish accent? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Uh, Sarah and Aaron, I want you guys to have an Irish conversation together. Okay. Or contest. <laughs> Irish, Irish com- <laughs> Specifically 80s Irish, though. Let's get magical. Magical. <laughs> you know, the, the, the song that I started the show with was... Uh, from, from, from Xanadu. Yeah. Which is, you know, Olivia. Thank you. I was talking, I was talking to Sarah, but you're welcome. My wife uh, lived next to Olivia Newton-John. Is that right? Yes. I was on a cruise ship one time doing a, a comedy show when I was like 25, and there were these two girls that walked like in the middle of the night onto the, uh, the pool deck and into the jacuzzi, and I was like, oh my God, these the most beautiful girls in the world. Then I realized, okay, probably well underage. They were like 15, 16 years old. Okay, so I, 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 like, I was like, okay, these, these are little little girls. Then a woman comes out, hotter than them by a mile. It was the mother. It was Olivia Newton-John. She's fucking dead sexy. She's like, Olivia. Bam. Huh? Bam. <laughs> so anyway, I'm fucking Olivia Newton-John. And I mean fucking her. All right, let's try it. What? Batty. Is this Irish? That I'm doing Australian. No, no, no. You just, now you're Irish. Irish, Irish. Irish. Oh, I thought Birdie was going to do a Irish and I was going to do Australian. You're, you're, you're both, both gonna, Irish. You, 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 we're both going to do Irish. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go. <laughs> Birdie. Fucking <laughs> cool. Aaron. Birdie, hi, yeah. Oh dear. I was, I was uh I was sitting outside the school today and I saw a saw a, I saw a man that looked very sad in a suit staring at the children. <laughs> he, uh, he reeked of vodka and repetition. <laughs> Were, were there yellow moons, green clovers, blue stars? No, what did you th- what, what, what did you think about that, Verity? <laughs> I don't I don't think he was a dad of any of the kids, no. He didn't look like he had any sh- sparkle in his eye. <laughs> I don't know how to do an Irish accent. <laughs> that sounded like one, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I was yeah. projecting. Yeah. Yeah. D- discretion is a better part of valor. I love that about you, sir. <laughs> Where's me gold? Irish Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, it's me, McSeinfeld. Jerry McSeinfeld. Oh, have you ever noticed that your clovers are never in the washing machine? Oh. What's up with rainbows? How many purple hearts do you need? Isn't that for Vietnam? 
what kind of luck is that? If you got a purple heart, it means you got bad luck, not good. I just noticed these things. Now, Dan, will you give me a, a Korean uh, <laughs> Korean Johnny Carson? This is gonna be bad. Korean Johnny Carson. South Korean, Johnny Carson. South Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you noticed? Uh, uh, I drive down Burbank today. You sound like Mr. Brainwash. Yeah. It was so hot. How hot was it? I noticed uh, bird notice eating worms and spit it out. It's so hot. Uh, Russian Johnny Carson. Uh, in Burbank monologue, do you? This is the worst show I've ever been a part of. No, no, no one more, one more. Black Popeye. Let's just make sure I'm in TMZ tomorrow. <laughs> Give me some Black Popeye. Cause I, I, I Black, pop, Black, Black Popeye. Black Popeye. Black Popeye. Black Popeye. Black Popeye. Not doing Black Popeye. American Indian Roseanne Barr. <laughs> American Native Native American Native American Roseanne Barr. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Okay. Okay. Canadian Mr. T. <laughs> hey fool! I pity the fool that don't care about their mother. Ah! Ah! Ka 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 ka! Motherfucker! Black Popeye! Whoa! Whoa. Black snuck, Popeye. In, Whoa. snuck in a Black Popeye over the plate. <laughs> Not let, cool. Let, uh, <laughs> let's say that there was a movie called Black Popeye, and uh, Robert Altman made it, and it was, it was, it was the, the full cast, but, but Popeye was black. Who would be the cast? Uh, Kurt, for, Kurt, Curtis Fitty Cent Jackson as Popeye. As Popeye. <laughs> Olive oil. Uh, Iggy is Azalea. Jada Pinkett. <laughs> Jada Pinkett, it's olive oil, black, black olive, oil. olive oil. Tiny Lister as as Brutus. That's Blu good. Bruto, 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 Bruto. What's a Bruto? What's his Bluto? name? Bluto. Bluto. Tiny Bluto Lister. Yes. Yeah, if he still got it. Tiny Lister. Yeah. Still got it. How about Never lost it? Who's Poop Deck Happy? Morgan, Morgan <laughs> oh, Freeman for uh, sure. Morgan Freeman is fucking. No. Are you talking now or then? What? Well, oh, then I guess. Red no, who's Fox. The, Red Fox. Oh, Red Fox. We and... could sell this tomorrow. <laughs> if it were 30 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so... We could sell this yesterday. All right, so you, you, you be Red Fox as... as no, as, no, as no. Pappy. No, no, I'm not going to do that. All right, but, <laughs> Jeff, please do just around... Just do all the characters. Hispanic Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> Hogan, you dick! <laughs> all right, great. All right. <laughs> Yo, you locked us up here, Holmes. Fucking let us out, dick. I know some things. 
I don't know why he would know more than that. All right. Okay. Uh, Jumped on your bit. I'm sorry, Davis. I, I Eskimo have... Hitler. Eskimo Hitler? <laughs> Eskimo Hitler. Um. <laughs> hey. he's, he's, he's cold, but he's cold. mad. He's really cold. He's cold, but he's mad. All right. Well, uh, um, welcome to the... Puerto Rican <laughs> Churchill. Uh, I feel like my heart is shivering every time. <laughs> Getting nervous. Give me some Puerto Rican Churchill. I speak softly, Holmes, and carry a big stick. Holmes. That's, okay, that's Roosevelt. Right. You fucking. Liar. All right, right, fine. All alligator right. Lincoln. <laughs> alligator. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, but he's an alligator. Alligator. He's an Al- alligator. As an alligator. How do you think crocodiles measure time? Alligators. My eggs? All right. All right. Sarah, uh, <laughs> give me. Um, I want. Let's see. Dan, give her one. Give Sarah one. Throw one on her. Uh, Elvis um, as a robot. Robot Elvis, Sarah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Just just say you ain't nothing but a hound dog in a robot voice. <laughs> you are no longer a hound dog. Right. <laughs> yeah! right. that, that was actually a really good Elvis. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we should probably roll into the uh, D&D. What do we got? We got everybody we need. So we should probably say goodbye to goodnight to Sarah. No, Rob, you got to play D&D. She was a bartender. She's walking around with like 200 was, bucks. I thought I was going to... No, she can stay. We, we, we can bring somebody else to play. I thought I was going to help Spencer tonight. Oh, well, oh. right now we should have enough people for D&D in general, right? I mean, four players. We talked in the green room about Rob being the Dungeon Master's helper. <laughs> I don't think that Spencer was involved in that conversation. <laughs> no, I think it would be cool. <laughs> Let, let's try it out. Rob as Spencer's assistant. Well, then we'd need another player. Right? Uh, is Willie Roberts here? Woo! Willie Roberts, come to the stage. Would you join us? Yeah. All right, so we're saying goodbye to Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thank everybody. you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. But Sarah, if, if I want another drink, you'll still be in the room, right? No, she's done. Yeah. Sarah's over. Wow. My reign has begun. I think earlier we were trying to talk about skyscraper skip, right? <laughs> Sky- Yay! <Right>. Yay! <laughs> Willie Roberts, everybody, uh, from the uh, Real Life Sci-Fi, what's it called? The Real Life Sci-Fi podcast, which is quite fucking good fun, so uh, dig that. <laughs> also, Willie is the clan leader of my Clash of Clans clan, and he is... Uh, so uh, gotta, gotta come up with a better title for that position. <laughs> What about Grand Dragon? (laughs) (laughs) Dungeons and and Grand Dragons. Uh, All right, so uh, Spencer or Rob, Rob, as Spencer's assistant, it's your job to uh, dispense the the character sheets for us. Yes. 
I heard Aaron, someone gasp at that. Aaron, you weren't here uh, last week, but Demarge played Dignity Sarsgaard to great effect as Obama. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I'm assuming that Willie will be uh, Krista Berg. There's no wrong. way he's doing that right. There's no way. <laughs> I got Sharpie. I don't know whose that is. So, Rob, look at the names on the top of them. That one's Dan, yeah. Uh, Avengers. <laughs> this is for Dan. Head up to Dan. This is a nightmare. Rob, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. This is a edit point for Dustin. Spencer, do hey. a turtle George Washington. Uh, let's see. What did George Washington do? He sailed across a, the seven seas. Yes, that was exactly what he did. Let's for you in the booth. I'm uh, murder. I'm swapping mics so that my because my mic reaches Shrub. So. There we go. All right. On Christmas Day. All right, so edit point back in. All right, Spencer. That we have... happened, right? Didn't they murder a bunch of British people on Christmas? No. Either way. <laughs> Either way. Grace7truth.org. Grace7truth.org. Also, while I'm while this is being all ridiculous, I'm gonna be up in Pittsburgh, I think September nineteenth or something. Wait, that what weekend. the you, you have dates now? I have a date. This is the first date I'll ever have. Last one too. Um, I'll be at this thing, it's called Knights of the Arcade. It's basically an elongated version of uh, the D and D pot thing that we do here, but uh, they wanted me to come guess guess and, it and up. Uh, elongated? Yeah, it's like it the whole session is like a so D. So it's, it's great. Ten hours? It's like ten hours. It's uh, it's a real marathon, but you know we provide free water, and uh, it's a great time. <laughs> if any of you guys who live in L.A. or out in Philadelphia, or what did I say, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. I don't know where places are. Home of the sandwich. Home of the sandwich. It, it's by the Monongahela and the, the whatever the fuck rivers. Home right. of the sandwich. All right. So Spencer, uh, uh, Willie, you're going to be Christopher Berg. He's a he's a, a a rogue and a thief and a, and a, a, a he wrote a one hit. He wrote uh, Lady in Red. No. Uh, Aaron has become Dignity Sarsgaard, uh, who last time was Obama, uh, our president. Spencer, do you want do you want to take us away? Uh, I feel like maybe Rob should take it away. Yeah. <laughs> Read that first top paragraph. So I don't have my glasses. <laughs> oh man, get ready. <laughs> we, we are ready. <laughs> when last we met, our heroes were just outside the juicery. Where, I can't pronounce that word, what is that? Darmvon. Darmvon, the drunken knight, accused the local priest of misdeeds and fell upon his own blade. Father Tinder reacted by calling off the Jewish tour, wanting to inform the wife and the kids, but Sharpie insisted that they do it, sparing him the trouble, and headed to Mrs. Darmvon. Don? <laughs> Darmvon. Oh, shit, I scrolled down. <laughs> 
Take over. Tag out. <gasps> Mrs. Darmvon's home where they broke the news and looked for clues, convinced that the father was up to no good. Meanwhile, Dignity and Krista Berg went back to the constabulary and met with Spizbulb, the gnome they had saved. They were immediately suspicious of Spizbulb and thought sought to flee, but the party reunited after Miss Darmvon spurned Sharpie's advances. With Sharpie and Quark, the gang res- <laughs> retired and conspired and drew up a plan to break into Father Tinder's house, hoping to find incriminating evidence. But what would our heroes uncover? What evils may they face? What laws would they be breaking? Find out now. Time. Teamwork! You know, you never, you never realize that you think you're, you know, that you might be good at something until you see someone else. What? What? What the? F- <laughs> I didn't bring my glasses. You sure did. I can't did. read. You sure I, did. I can't read with you the type sure that small. You sure can't. What kind it's of not fair. It, it's it's not, not fair. No, it's you God. You don't do notes in the middle of a show. Well, I do. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not cool. Volunteers themselves as assistant dungeon master. Assistant, they, not dungeon master. Bring. You Bring said my glasses. <laughs> I didn't know I was coming up. You didn't tell me. Yeah, I didn't tell him. I, I, I snuck him in. I just, uh, you know. All right, so Spencer, uh, it's me and Krista Berg or, or Dignity breaking into the house right now. What's happening? Uh, you guys, you guys are all, yeah, okay. So it's just nighttime. You guys just left Spizbulb's house. He gave you a black bundle of cloth. Um, and you guys were gonna sneak into Tinder's house. And, That's... and the, the bundle of cloth, he didn't, he didn't specify what it was. He said, use this in case of emergency, but also if you use it by the border, by the barrier, that bad things would happen. Don't, don't leave town yeah. with it, I think. It'll break, idea. it'll, yeah, if the barrier's turned on. But, yeah. but it, it'll be good in case of emergency within the boundaries of that thing. That's what he said. He didn't really say that much about it, to be honest. But that was but, the yeah. implication, right? Yep. That was the inference. Okay, Definitely. so, so where are we standing right now? You guys are right outside of Spizbulb's tower, just kind of in Rosebook in general. It's really late at night, like maybe one o'clock, you know. Well, you and uh, Krista Berg are the stealthy ones, so I mean, I I, I could come with, but I should keep a perimeter. But uh, uh, we're about to break into Father Tinder's crib right, right. now, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's me and and Deberg and Krista Berg. We're gonna go in and break into this guy's house. We think he, we think he has a, a, a power shard. And we're going to go break into this guy's house. I have a teleport cape. I, I can't do Kumail. Sorry. I <laughs> can I, can I no, bring somebody I, I, with me? I want you to commit to doing a bad Kumail accent. <laughs> commit, commit to being a bad Pakistani. <laughs> Who has a it's teleport a cape? Uh, and, and, and according to my gear, I've got I feel a, like a you must have Dan's cape. item sheet. Oh. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what kind of uh, circus are you running here? Oh, goodness. Sorry, I just... Christopherberg definitely right. doesn't have one of those. Yep. All right, so Chris, um, here's the deal. Um, I, 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 uh, I examined the house to look for uh, uh, entrances and exits and stuff. You see the juicery. It's a low-ceilinged rectangular building attached to a larger cylindrical building. You know, that's like a normal house. So it's like the juicery is attached to the house. You see the juicery, it's got these fine stained glass windows depicting roses and fruits and decanters and mugs in great detail. The rest of the building is dressed in roses as is tradition around Rosebook. So one of the buildings is where the juice is made. The other one is where uh, Tinder fudges. Yeah. (laughs) That's around the corner. One's for milk and one's for lemonade. If you go around the corner, I think Uh, think it's fudges made. It's fudges. 
Um, if I put on my goggles of night, do I see anything else? You can uh, you can see all sorts of stuff. <laughs> that, that was Rob Schraub helping. <laughs> so yeah, you put on your goggles of night and you can see clearly in the darkness. You can see into the juicery where metal and wooden devices lie dormant inside the juicery. Um, I, I go towards the dwelling where Father Tinder lives. All right, you do that. You see, well, I mean, they're attached. It's like the same building. Okay. It's like there's two parts of it. Maybe. Uh, Christa Berg, yeah, you, you probably have a... a, a, a like I can a, turn a, invisible. Oh, you can turn invisible? Yeah. Well, do that, but also you, you have probably a, a thieves kit where you can break into, a, silently break into like a lock and open a door, right? Hey, hey, yeah, guys, remember, Sharpie, Sharpie, what are you doing here? I can't go any further. We said you're going to wait by by the van. I I can't go any further. He had it in his breast pocket. Like, he patted his breast when he was talking about God's fear. Okay, but I'm slinking back. Okay. Um, We go up to the door. Chris, uh, pick that lock. Let's go. I'm going to turn invisible, pick the lock, and then look for a breast pocket. So, so a prom night. <laughs> that's what they call. It. That's Steve talk. That's him turning invisible. <laughs> What's him picking the lock? What? What's him picking the lock sound like? And just like that, the lock is open. Roger Hebner is in the house. <laughs> the, 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 the lock was a cat's mouth. <laughs> Rob, can you open the door, but also uh, do a chainsaw and a lawnmower at the same time? <laughs> Pretty amazing. That's a joke for three people. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> there was a sound effects guy at Comedy Sports in Milwaukee, and the, uh, he's he is past now. He was a craftsman. Hilarious. He would do he would he would he would do sound effects, and then the referee for Comedy Sports would say, "Roger could do three sound effects at the same time, but the three sound effects were always <laughs> like, a, give me uh, the three sound effects. This is what it sounded like every night. Okay, was, give me three, was, give me three sound effects. The, the three exactly sound effects were." Roger, I'm going to. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was. I'm trying to think of what the three were. It was. Uh, uh, I'm going to uh, yeah. start a vacuum cleaner, yeah. and then I'm going to start an electric can opener, okay. and then a chainsaw. All right. <laughs> so, I think you're going to have to act it out for me to. Yeah, do so here we go. Starting with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> electric can opener. Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! People would go crazy. They would sit there. If, if you've never heard a man hum, then hum louder, then fart. <laughs> Well, it's, it's nice that he has a legacy. <laughs> R.A.P., wherever you are. Uh, re- rest in peace, Roger Hebner. Uh, <laughs> he, he died in the sound booth. <laughs> what? Really? Wait, did he, did he really? Did he they, died He yeah, died on the job? Yeah. Oh, did they no. record it? No. And they and they and they and they and they and I'm not making a joke about this. This is not funny at all. Stop stop down and be emotional about this. They buried him with his microphone. Oh, that's great. 
<laughs> I mean, it was I that was, it was I, I got to meet him and I, and I and I heard him do I heard him do the thing in the sound effects and I was like that's fucking great and they called him Mr. Voice right Mr. Voice I think that's the only thing he didn't have I think he did it was Mr. Sound Effects probably Mr. Mouth, mouth. We, we called our guy Comedy Sports mouth LA mouth and Mr. a microphone Voice. alone but he was like he he, he would make uh, a lot of his sound effects sounded wet yeah so uh, I'm gonna make a peanut butter sandwich very fart like. <laughs> As, as a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> All right, so Spencer, uh, do you want? Do you, you want to unlock the door again? <laughs> yes. Uh, I. Uh, Christopher, uh, we, 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 we've already opened the door, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so um, so uh, so I I, I I creep in and examine the surroundings in, inside the doorway. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do that. And inside you see several strange contraptions, wooden racks with handles and gears and great wheels. The walls of the juicery are lined with barrels, each with roses affixed to the lids and sides. You see drums of apples, oranges, grapes, raspberries, bananas, pineapples, and even the most sinister fruit of all, the pear. <laughs> There's a small wooden hatch in the floor and a small wooden barred gate joining the juicery and the house part of the building. I go to the hatch and, and, and tell Chris to, to uh, try to quiet, quietly open it. The, which which one? The hatch. In the floor? Yes. All right. Yeah, okay. I'm going I'm to quietly open it and then drop my robot baby in there. <laughs> okay. Just that's. I'm not discouraging that at all, but, I mean, it's made of metal and dropping that would make noise. I mean, yep. do we're, it anyway. We're trying to break in at night to, to, yeah. to rob a shard off a guy's sleeping breast pocket. But so. what would it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. It might not be that loud. We can't afford to make noises right now, Chris. It might not be that loud. We, op we open the hatch. And this is the hatch. This is the hatch that, that, that adjoins the, the juicery to the house. Well, if it's the hatch in the floor, it doesn't. There's a door and a hatch. I want, uh, I, I, we go to the door. I, okay. I, I want the shard. I don't care about the juicery. All right. You open... Wait, wait. You go to the door? Yes. You go to the door. It's locked. Chris, you, I, uh, you, 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 use your thieves' kit. I'd like to use my thieves' kit and un unlock the door while admiring my dragon dick. Yeah. Well, it's not on you. It's just... I think it's in your bag or oh, whatever. Okay. I'll still look at it. Yeah. It gives you focus. It's like an energy drink. But, uh, yeah. Well, that's not, I mean, that's a weird reaction. Anyway, you do it. It opens. Chris, Chris, uh, you've got your, your goggles on, your low-light vision stuff? Yeah. Lead the way. Tell me what you see. I lead the way and tell Jeff what I see. Oh, Quark. That's right. Uh, what is that noise? That's, that's his, his that's vision. Like goggles. <laughs> Those sound different. <laughs> this room is a combination sitting and dining room. A wooden chair or a wooden table with chairs dominates half, and a small fireplace with nicer cushioned chairs dominates the other half. You see a small door and also a small enclosed stairwell leading to the second floor. Uh, the cushions from the chairs, we're, we're going to attach those to our shoes. All right. Okay. We, 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 we make... We, 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 Rob... We, what does that sound we like? We fashion cushion shoes. <laughs> 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 
Did not <laughs> uh, Optimus Prime just come yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, okay. like, so, you guys are playing sweet. a CD-ROM video game for kids from the 90s. <laughs> All right. I, I feel like he was probably sleeping upstairs because the bedroom in a house like this would probably be upstairs. <laughs> I I, I, I I use my ears, uh, my, 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 my gnomish ears to, to detect where the snoring is coming from, Spencer. It's coming from upstairs. All right. I, 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 creep, I creep up first and I draw, and, and I, I, I draw um, a sm- what's my smallest weapon? I draw like a, like a dagger or Probably a small a dagger, sword. Yeah, yeah I, I draw a dagger and walk up the stairs. Uh, okay, so before you can get up those stairs, you hear you hear a noise, the stomping of feet and the breaking of glass. Actually, <laughs> smash. smash. Reverse order: you hear smashing of gra- glass, and then and then and then the breaking of the feeding. <laughs> That's, that's what that you hear. That sounded much better. I'm sorry, folks. Then from upstairs you hear a no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, he's good. Um, I, 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 I charge up the stairs and kick in the door. Upstairs you find Father Tinder, Tinder, sprawled out on the floor, covered in blood that streams from his mouth and face. What? Oh, he yeah. groans weakly. <laughs> Are you saying that we fucking missed this because yeah. we tied cushions to our feet? He, he groans weakly. Oh, yeah. As if in pain? Do we see do we see the attacker? Uh wait, do you? Yep. A shadowy figure wielding a thin fencing foil is escaping through the broken window and out to the juicery roof. I lunge toward him uh, with my dagger in hand as fast as I can to try to uh, apprehend him and stab him. All right. Uh yeah, you uh which what did you draw? J- dagger. Okay. What's the damage on that? Do I have a dagger? I don't even know. It's one d four if it's not if it's non magical. Well, actually, it's one d three since you're small. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a dagger in my inventory, but like, I, I'm assuming I, I, I've stolen so many knives. All right, leaping after the foe, you catch yourself on a piece of broken, shattered glass that's on the floor, and you slip and fall, and you stab yourself in the stomach. What? <laughs> three damage yourself and you fall flat on your face. Did you roll a one? Yeah, I sure you did. piece of shit. <laughs> I need new dice. I, uh, Straight up need new dice. I'd, yeah. like, to, I'd like to do... Can I, can I do multiple things? Can I... Um, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I saw something about blinding. You have a blinding bomb, I think, maybe? I throw a blinding bomb at him, use my sneak attack, and then become invis- invisible. Alright, well you can't sneak and attack I open a Roth IRA. <laughs> and I provide for like my family. Low. And I and I, and I live and a full life. Wait until I can sell high. And I have a beautiful funeral. Well, you can't sneak attack him because uh, he he's not like he's aware of you somehow. Even but, but, though and you're, also, you're, you're already invisible already because you 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 made That's yourself invisible that. before. It's true. Can I use the? Uh, uh, can I intensify winds and and push him? Try to push him back into the window he's sneaking out of. You can, you can do that, but. Uh, uh, yeah, but, guess, but what does it sound like? It would sound pretty interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 
The winds are about that fierce. It doesn't really affect him at all. I have to ask at this point, uh, if I, I'm outside, I'm, I'm positioned at a, being the microchip to this Punisher comics adventure. Yeah. Like, am I seeing somebody coming out a window? Curiously, you didn't see, uh, you didn't see anyone sneak onto the property or whatever, but wait. No, I didn't see anything. <laughs> I don't think my thoughts are audible. But, uh. Shucks, I got You don't nobody see Nobody there. You don't see anything, but you do hear the shattering of glass as if the window is right. being broken. It's sounds, on the far side of the building. Sounds like the other side. breaking over there. Wait, wait, wait. I, at that point, I remember our, our signal. What, what, what was our signal? I would do what? Silver dollar. Silver dollar. Silver dollar. Silver dollar. Silver dollar. But I say it twice, right? So you say it a bunch, but, so, but in a panic. I, I, I forget the code. I go, silver dollar, silver dollar, silver dollar. Avenger. Silver dollar. That means Avenger's gonna go like you know fly fly around to the place of the sound. I want Avenger to do like a little drone drone surveillance. <laughs> Avenger's a helicopter. Um, yeah. Avenger comes back. He's like. I saw a small thing running off. I Fucking saw. follow him. You don't come back to me. I'm following you. Oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> Spencer, yeah. from, from where I'm standing, am I able to see the, the uh, guy? No, it's on the other side of the building where you guys are standing. Do I notice anything strange as somebody who's spent a lot of time in good old... Rose book. Not other than uh, hearing the shattering of glass on the other side Smash. of the Smash! All right. Well, I I stand and I, I, I stew um, because I, this is a conundrum. I, I, I want to protect these people, but they're also stealing. So I feel very guilty. Mm. Guilt. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I, take a, I take a gold piece out of my pocket and I put it in my mouth and spit it up into the air and hit it on my heel and then throw it on the ground. Tink. All right. I'm, ru- I'm running. I'm running to where Avenger. I'm using Avenger to like. Boom, boom, we had an boom, agreement boom, with Avenger. Boom, boom, I'm boom, not. My character isn't my weight. You don't have to make it sound like a kid from a hot dog commercial. Because <laughs> that's how they sell hot dogs. <laughs> I didn't lose my ice cream down a storm drain. (laughs) You can stow the tubas. Um, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) My character's built like Stephen Merchant, just for the record. Uh, I'm, 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 I, I had a deal with Avenger. Avenger's following the thing faster than I can. I'm following Avenger. (laughs) You had a deal. Okay, so you give chase. You give chase until you see what looks like a massive ice crystal in the middle of the street. You find six armed guards standing frozen in a combination of terror and magic. Shimmering force energy kind of traps them in place and they can't move at all encased in this glowing glass-like substance. Six arms. I I mean, this is about what I predicted, if I'm honest. I, kn- I, I, I note that distraction, but I continue on. I'm chasing the... the, the uh... You continue on towards Mrs. Darmvon's house. Ooh. Welcome. Let's cut to uh, the inside of the house. 
What's happening? Wait, there? wait. So, so the guy that the the the, uh, the attacker that killed or at least tried to assail Father Tinder has left the building, right? Oh, he's gone. And is that who Sharpie is chasing right now? Yes. Yeah. Um, I go and I, I get up off my ass and I examine Father Tinder to see if the shard is still in his breast pocket. Um, you don't find any breast pockets. Is he alive? Uh, yeah, he's grown and weakly. I say, Father Tinder, what happened? I was attacked by... It was that goddamn gnome. Fizzbulb? I don't know his name. Fizzbam? Stefan? It's Fizzbulb. He he attacked you? Oh, man, yeah. Are you okay? Fucking gnomes, man. Get away from me. I'm a gnome, but I'm on your side, man. Although you Don't say- murder me. He come to finish the job. <laughs> um, I fuck him. Um... <laughs> For real, though? Yeah, I, I fuck him. Because All I, right. I, 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 I grab him. I said, it, so I said look, Father Tinder, in, in your weakened state, in your weakened state, I, I, I'm going to tell you this. I never liked you. I fucking never liked you to begin with. I think you've been dishonest with us from the fucking outset. So I, 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 I hold him kind of tenderly, like Patrick Swayze style, by the, by the head. And I just, I, I just missionary fuck him. Oh. I, I and I, inten- oh. I intensify the oh. winds while this is going on. Oh God! I, I hear what's going on uh, down on the ground, and I, I run into the into the tower to stop it. You burst in and see a grisly scene unfolding before you. Gnome, gnome, you needn't do this. Look at me, gnome. Look at me. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm looking at you. All right, no, don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. All right, look I'll, at the ground. I'll you look don't. At, I'll look. At, I'm looking at you while fucking Father Tinder need... right now. All right, fine. I'm going. I'm going to look. Father at... Tinder, don't fight me. Help me, gnome. Help. Help gnome, me. I, I want you to reach into the bottom part of your soul, and I want you to. Just... I already am. Please don't. <laughs> I want you, I want you to, to stir up the, the, the seeds of goodness. I want you to... I, I already am. No. He, he's about to be filled with my seeds of goodness. Stop talking. Stop it. All right. I, I, I just please, please don't do this. You're going to... It's uh, too late. It's already happened. You've made, okay. And then I, I'm going to intervene. All right. And uh, pull Cork off of poor Mr. Tinder. Father. All right. <laughs> he comes right out with a pop. <laughs> you've uh, you've rested him out. Uh, Father Tinder, I know that nothing that I can say can repair the damage that has been done, but at night I want you to to look look for your for your seeds start, of healing. I start I, I start fucking him again. I, I kick him you off again. <laughs> I lie, I lie on top of Father Tinder like I st- a... I start fucking you, though. Like a sweet... No, you don't. I, I, I start you're, fucking both of you. You're dominated physically by dignity. Okay, well, I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm and tr- so I flip you over, I'm trying, and I make my... I'm I turn my you on your stomach. I'm trying to I fuck hold. everybody right now. <laughs> I'm, fucking, right. I'm fucking anything okay. that moves. I, I'm on top of you, just shushing in your ear, and I use... I use Arr, I'm trying to fuck you. God damn it! I use I use where, where is it? You. Diplomacy. I use diplomacy. I do use diplomacy. I go into barbarian you fuck don't, rage. You barbarian don't. Barbarian fuck no, rage. No, I said fine. Barbarian bar- fuck rage. <laughs> you 
You. 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 Okay. You do that going into a barbarian rage, but maybe it's the stab wound you've just inflicted, but you still are too uh, too weak and small. Wait. I used. I rolled a, a two that time. <laughs> I, used a pl- I used diplomacy, and I, I get my face right in your tiny little baby ear. Well, and I say, raised- look, if you mess with me again, I'm going to take your dreams... I'm going to eat your dreams. I'm going to feed them. I cast who gives a shit. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, I'm going to... I'm just, I, I, uh, so I use diplomacy to convince him that I'm, uh, that I'm not to be trifled with. Well, being in a barbarian rage, he can't hear reason, I'm afraid. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm just going to tie... I'm going to... Is there a closet in the room or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to hey, throw right him in the here. closet. I'm, I'm right just over watching. here. I'm the closet. No, no, no. Not, not Father Tinder. I'm, I'm going to... Oh, I see him. Okay. All right. I'm going to... Look at me. I'm the closet. I'm, I'm going to throw uh, Quark into the closet, and then I'm Put him going... in here with, with me. <laughs> I see I have something called magic bracers. Could I use that to keep the door closed? They're just armor. Okay. They're like um, can I, I, I push the door up against the... Or the... Um, I, say, I say to her... The bed up against the door. I, I say to, uh, to Digny Sarsgaard, who we just met, uh, look, uh, we never liked this guy. There's, there's a power shard that's been stolen, I think, by somebody else. We have bigger fish to fry. Uh, it's no, there's no reason fighting in here. We should go get the person we're getting. Also, fuck Father Tinder. He's an asshole. He's never been good to anybody. I think he's he's probably one of the the bad people in town. That's the <laughs> whoever said that, I'm gonna come over there and rape you right now. Live action fucking role playing. I'm gonna LARP rape you right now. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, rape. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's happening? All Mean, meanwhile, outside. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm running and chasing the guy. You're running and chasing. <laughs> That's how it sounds. You're so thin. You find yourself outside Darmvon household, the Darmvon household. You see that the one of the walls, the wall nearest you, has a massive hole in its side. It's a strange pentagonal shape that must have been cut by one of the sharpest blades in history. It's so clean. This cut. Massive chunks of hewn stone lie in the grass on the ground. I guess that's where grass is. Okay. I wasn't already outside the Darmvon High School. No, you were heading towards there. Uh, that was your heading. Okay. Well, I want to. I just want to continue to chase the. Entity well, it looks that, like that's where it's gone. It's gone to the. Oh, the Darmvon. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Darmvon. I got confused there. I, I apologize. Okay. Oh, I, 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 I charge headlong around. through the pe- pentagonal. I got confused about Darvana. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. I charged through <laughs> that pentagonal uh, egress. How does that sound? Not well, eagle. Well, that's wrong. That's wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Inside. Doing? No, you're good. <laughs> Hang back. Okay. In- <laughs> Inside is a scene Standing of de- by. <laughs> Inside is a scene of devastation. Everything is askew or exploded or cut in half. Furniture, walls, doors, all marred by <laughs> these oddly clean cuts. Yuck. 
That's not, those things don't make sounds. There's things that don't make sounds. Most things don't make sounds, I'd say. But these do. I mean, a lot of smell. I feel like my position on this was clear. A lot clear. of your favorite movies would be ruined by this. Like if, if, if every clue in seven was like, I'm a fat guy that's dead. I'm a head in a box. Yeah. Yeah, that that happened in that What's in the box? I told you, I'm ahead. <laughs> uh, Those weren't podcasts. <laughs> they sure weren't. John Doe has the upper hand. I'm his upper hand. Oh, <laughs> I'm up here. Notes after the show. After the show. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, all those things I just said. Just a strewn and... Cut in half and into pieces. You see a splintered door appears to be one of the only things not hacked to pieces. Instead, maybe just exploded or smashed somehow. Mrs. Darvon! You hear no response. Mrs. Darvon! I go to the door and, and kick at it. Inside, you see a grisly sight. <laughs> the corpse of Mrs. Darmvon Jesus in, Christ. in a mound of silvery yeah. force oh, yeah. energy. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm really... Oh, yuck. Oh, gross. Oh. oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Spencer just took away Rob's mic. <laughs> Encased in a mound of silvery force energy dripping with blood, her head clean, cut off at the neck, you see another small body lying on the floor, a pillar of force extending out of the cracked ground where the head should be. Blood spills across the floor and standing in the windowsill is the small shadowy figure. Here you can recognize him clearly. It's Spizbulb, the gnome, all in black ninja gear. Spizbulb? Fuck. Yeah? Well, here's what you get. Fireball! (laughs) Okay, so uh, he stands stock still, completely laughing and not able to dodge. But as your fireball impacts where his face should be, you see a dazzling flash of white light, and in an instant it's gone, disappeared, and he looks happy. You see a crackle (laughs) and a fizz as a sort of white shimmering barrier kind of shimmers out of existence in front of him. Fuck. All right. <laughs> you fuckers. I use, I use my teleport cape to teleport to behind him. All right, you do that. <laughs> and then I... Just give me one second. Wait, wait one second. Uh, fuck, I don't have any fucking... Make it big, Dan, because we're close to the I end. Need, I need, like, a d- diffuse magic kind of thing. I don't have anything like that. Um, I just, I just, I just, I just... I'm behind him. I'm successfully behind him. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, try to cause fear on him. All right. You do that. And I go, hey! <laughs> he turns around, seemingly unaffected by your uh, by your action. Fuck. He's not afraid. He. Uh, your dice are broken, man. Yeah, no, they're fucked up. I, I I'll take some dice if anyone has them. But uh, he 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 waves his hands in a magical manner, and you see a sheet a, sh- a rectangular sheet of force energy start to coalesce into existence above his hand. I, uh, it gets bigger. I run. You run. Yeah. He launches it directly. Someone actually has dice. He launches it directly at you, and uh, you dodge out of the way. 
It smashes and slices a clean cut through a, through a wall and continues going on. Chop! <laughs> Meanwhile, outside or wherever, what are you guys doing? I, I, I've l- jumped out of the window, stopping uh, raping. Uh, Wait, did you're in the closet? Did that actually happen? Yeah. No, I, I never got in the closet. I, I, I well, threw you, you in the closet. You were physically forced into it. Yeah, well, I, 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 I break out and, and follow the trail of action uh, towards uh, wh- wh- where the guy. Who well, I, let's, does, let's he, does he break let's out? See. I push the bed up against the closet no, door. You, you break your wrist. <laughs> So it's not just my dice. It's not just my dice. <laughs> oh, the other guy's dice? That was a one. Yeah. I, I so, jump so, out of so the... So Dignity Sarsgaard has put me in a closet when I'm trying to help my friend Sharpie out? Well, you were trying yes, to rape Yes, that's someone. why I put you in the closet. Because you were being so helpful. But yeah, battering you, you down the door, to do you with break it. You your wrist. You were doing shit. Well, she's a paladin. Yeah, but she's They're an They're like asshole. police. I don't like her. Well, I mean, a police wouldn't let that happen. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the police. Fuck I don't the, like fuck police, the police But you know what? TV dramas are about them. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch those shows. Not about rapists. I, I don't. I don't. I don't rape people. I just fuck people. <laughs> I uh, use my uh, climbing kit and my fast stealth and try to follow the trail. You do that. You follow the trail. I I, I follow behind. Am I agile enough to follow behind? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. I'm in the closet Brian, making Brian, making Brian, a, making Brian. A, a private decree to kill Dignity Sarsgaard. <laughs> Under any circumstances. I, I, I make her my own target. Well, your promise is so powerful that uh, the door opens. That time I got a 20. Right. I don't know what's happening today with these dice. I also apologized before I left. Is that cool? Yeah, no, that happened. To the, uh, the guy that Jeff was fucking... I, I, I yell out, we have to help Sharpie right now. He's alone. We have, we have to go... We're ahead of you. We're, we're doing that. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> I love this argument that I stopped you raping, so I'm a bad person. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so you guys are all converging on the location, but who knows what'll happen in the future. No, don't fucking fucking uh, uh, cliffhanger us now. We have to have an actual cliffhanger. Well, it seems like a cliffhanger. You're kind of racing towards this deadly murderer who's... uh, But Dan is there, right? Sharpie is there. And he's escaping. He's running away in terror last I checked. Oh, stop. Seems like a real cliffhanger. Stop. Leave me alone. Oh, stop. Stop it. I'm running away. Stop. Stop. Ow. Stop. Stop it. Please. Please. I was just Please. Please, I'm running so fast. I was running. I'm running. I'm running. Stop it. Oh, God. Please. Oh, please. Stop. Ow. Ow. Oh, ow. My ass. Oh, my ass. Please stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You guys are cool. Thank you for coming to Harvard Town, everybody. Rob Schraub. Willie Roberts. I think it went really well. Aaron McGaffey. Our bartender, Sarah. Spencer Crittenden, I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Dan Harmon. Thank you so much for coming. Drive fast and take chances.
a branch of the United States government. It is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on Feral Audio. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. <laughs> 